Wait. Where is? Where are we going live? I think on the Facebook. In the fa in the fast in the Facebook. That's your book. Okay. Yeah, there we go. There, there, he, there he is. There he is. We're live. We're gonna do it live. This is real. This is real. This is real. I do you know what? I, we, I haven't actually done. Um, I haven't actually done one of these in a little while. Oh. Nope. <laughs> oh, we haven't. We ha <laughs> I haven't. I haven't done any. Um, I haven't done an overviewed. Uh, is it because you haven't released music from any interesting artists lately? <laughs> yeah, they've just got nothing to talk about that I've actually wanted to talk to them about. And I was yeah. like, well, you're actually kind of like an interesting character. So I thought that it was about, ti it was about time that we, uh, we got you on. Uh, hello to anyone that is joining us right now. Hello. Uh, I hope that you are all well. I hope you're bracing yourself. There's a big, big storm on the way. I don't know if you've seen about the big storm that's on its way in the UK tomorrow. Oh yeah, here as well. It's called Eugene or Eunice. Eunice, I think, but yeah. not the Eunice that we know. It's Eunice with an E. Maybe they should rename it to Storm Eunice. 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 Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that would be good promo for him. I think that. I think it's. I think it's arguably um, more fitting if that's the case. Maybe it would be. No, we were actually uh, bullying someone in my office about it because he's flying to Poland tomorrow, and he was kind of scared about it. And. Uh, We've he got, he's going the right way. I mean, it depends on yeah, what yeah, the wind, yeah. Do you know what time he's, he's flying at? Yeah, like 2.30 and it starts at 2 here. So there's they cancelled all the trains from 2 p.m. tomorrow afternoon here. So I have to get, because I'm going to go out for dinner uh, in Maastricht, all the way in the south of the Netherlands tomorrow. So I have to get on the train really early now to even get there still. Oh, damn. Oh, sorry. Yeah, because I guess you can't, you, can't get, you can't get on there any earlier. Nope. They are cancelling all trains after two in the Netherlands. Yeah, we're, we're, we're having all the trains. I was due, I was actually due to go to uh, Exeter tomorrow, which is in Devon. Um, oh, you're not going anymore? Well, I can't get there. There's like no trains, no trains to get down there. And oh. yeah, it's, uh, it's getting a bit scary. It's getting a bit scary. And, uh, and, al and also we were due to like travel at exactly the same time that the storm was going to hit and we were going to head directly to it. So... Yeah. yeah, unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, we're not going to be doing that. Is the event going to be cancelled then, or are they still going to do it? I think. Well, well, I think the event is going to happen. Apparently, uh, the club is actually is actually on the quay side, and it's actually located under like sea level. So uh, there's actually a, like a, a chance that the club could actually flood. Uh, <laughs> So apparently they're on standby to like get the sound system out in case it actually like gets a bit scary. Ah oh, shit! Now I'm really bummed that Casper uh, was cancelled to go as well. That would have been funny. Well, I don't. Th to be fair with you, I don't think that would have been funny. I mean, I, I don't know if they're still doing flights or whatever, but that would not have been the time to arrive in the UK. While like yeah. we've got, I like, if we've got. Yeah. They, they reckon it's going to be like the worst storm in like thirty years. Apparently, like. Oh Jesus! Because we we had a we had an infamous one in 1987. I don't know. Did you did you have one in Holland as well in 1987 or not? I don't know about 1987. We had one in the 50s where our uh, our dikes were flooded. Oosh! Yeah, we have had the watersnoodramp uh, or the water water emergency disaster. That, that's actually that's actually the name of it. Yeah, like a lot, like thousands of people died, and uh, and no. like an entire an entire like one twentieth of the Netherlands was uh, flooded in water, and like no. people had to 
sit on their roofs and grab boats and stuff. That's why Casper and me have a boat. Just in case. <laughs> you never know. That's why we live on the 10th floor. <laughs> you live on the 10th floor and you have a boat. So you'll be fine. Yeah. Maybe your boat will like rise to the 10th level. Actually, no, that's a bit yeah, less. Yeah. Global warming. That's one, day. one day. We'll come up and then we'll jump in and then we, we are the Arch of Noah. No, Noah? Is that what I call it in English? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Well, that, that's shitty, man. That, that is not going to go ahead. The overview... <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. One of those things. I mean, if anything, it's probably like a good thing because uh, I don't. I yeah, I don't know. In the storms, we're getting we're getting used to nature canceling all our fun, right? I mean, this is it. If like twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one were like hold hold on, like hold hold my coat, like I'm going <laughs> in. Like we've already started off. There's nearly going to be what like an invasion with uh, Russia into Ukraine. We've got like the worst storm happening. Like, yeah, we, we thought we were clear. We thought, right, yeah, COVID's done. We're, we're okay. But the uh, world's I just like, no. Nope. Next month, you're going to be out of fish and chips. <laughs> There's going to be a fish and chip shortage. All the French are taking all of our fish. Oh, my, yeah. <laughs> we've taken all the potatoes there, do you know what there was there is or was actually a crisp shortage in the uk i don't know if you're familiar with this <laughs> no 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 there's, there's <laughs> this is a genuine thing there is actually like a shortage of crisps because i don't know why there must be like a potato shortage or something or maybe it's something to do with brexit and like being able to get enough potatoes into the country or something like that and like Wait, this was like in the past year yeah 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 like in the last like year and uh yeah maybe I, when all those um, maybe when all those truckers were uh, or had covid or something or there was a shortage of truckers because you had this shortage in the uk right or with uh, yeah. too many people I, being in quarantine we, to we, fill the we still have that shortage apparently oh shit i think and that actually the... i think that actually may have had something to do with it as well actually um um, well, I had a really good fish and chips the other week when I was in Brighton, so I hope you won't have a shortage again. Yeah, I mean, hopefully not. I mean, imagine that, like crisp shortage, fish and chip shortage. I mean, what next? I mean, what's there know? to live for anymore? I mean, I was saying, I reckon, I reckon the Queen might pop her clogs this year or something. Like that will probably that will probably happen. Just to like really like, because obviously she's going through a lot of stress and everything at the moment. Like, yeah. I don't know. If, well, maybe, maybe let's not get on to that subject. This, this, this is the first time I hear pop her clogs, but that means dying, right? That's just, she's gonna... Have you know, you've never heard the expression, pop, pop, they pop their clogs? No, and I'm from the Netherlands. I mean, you guys think that I'll, I'm wearing clogs right now, right? You are? Well, no. no. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> you know what? You, you, didn't, you, don't have to, you don't have that expression in, in the Netherlands either. Oh, but I love it. Is it like, do they mean it like you make this little jump and you, you put them together, like with a, make, make them have a noise and then you dive into the grave, like I'm done, out of here, fuck it, pop my clocks, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> what is the... I guess so. I don't, like, I don't really know. Like, I like it. That's quite funny, actually. That's, 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 see, this is, what, this is why I love having these sit-down chats, because you just get to find <laughs> out things. Because like, pop, yeah. pop, pop your clogs is a very, very popular expression in the UK. Well, maybe not. Maybe it's not that popular. It's probably a very old expression. But... We do have another one. Uh, we have one, and it goes, uh, Now breaks my clump. 
which means <laughs> my my clock is breaking right now. And that's when you're really baffled about something, where you're like, what the fuck? This isn't happening. Nu breek mijn klomp. So, okay, so you, ha- you have that. My, my clock is breaking. We have yeah. pop your clogs. So so maybe maybe the expressions are, are interlinked somewhere, but they've got lost in translation. And it's become, instead of breaking your clogs, it's like, yeah, you're going to die. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Okay. But, but uh, go, okay. Go. Have you got? If have the you queen got... dies this year, we're gonna. I hope. Oh, I hope this is recorded because we're gonna broadcast this. Uh oh! Careful. <laughs> you want to get booked in the UK again, right? <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, fuck. <laughs> no, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's maybe. Oh no, no, no. Oh yeah, no. Someone's saying in the chat. You say uh, clever clogs as well. That's another expression. Have you heard that one? Clever clogs? No, I haven't heard that one. No. Really? Uh, well, what what is what does that come from? What's the history of that? Do you do you guys have like several pairs of clogs? Like when you go to university, you wear your clever clogs, or <laughs> what's the deal? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't actually know what that. But that is a good, that's a good observation because we do have. Oh, so you're such a clever clogs. Well, you don't have that either. No, is that what? is that you're being is that like you're being a smartass or something? Yeah, or yeah, the... yeah. I I think it is. Yeah, it's yeah, basically like you're yeah, you're being a smartass, but you say, oh yeah, you're such a clever clogs, aren't you? But you don't have that either. See what the what the fuck? What's going on? Why why is the UK like using? <laughs> yeah, what is the what is the UK is like stealing like Dutch words and like you don't even use them? Oh, Dutch, Dutch, not even Dutch words is like. I think it's one of our top three brandings for the Netherlands, right? That we wear clogs. When you go to Schiphol, they have this massive clog standing there in the arrival hall, like two meter clog, and you can sit in it and you can take your photo in a massive clog. I have seen those. Uh, yeah. What? 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 Are, what I, I mean, this is a random quote, but what? What are clogs? Like, why? Like, what are they useful for? Is it just like an old thing that people like? Why? Why? No, they are they are wooden shoes and they are strong. Like you would use them on the farmland. And you then, if, some, if, some, if something would step on your toe or would uh, would run over you or whatever, then uh, it wouldn't hurt on your toes. That makes sense. I mean, and they're probably they are, very they're very old, like invention, surely. Like, yeah, maybe there's still some some farmers in the Netherlands that will use them, or maybe some people in Volendam or something. But uh, I've 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 worn them sometimes. I'm from uh, I'm from uh, from the. <laughs> From the farm areas, oh, originally. Oh come but, on! Uh, you are joking are, me, aren't you? I've I've had some on, but it was more for fun than for serious. Yeah, uh, but yeah, like authentic wooden clogs. I may have even had a pair back in the days. I don't recall. Is that exactly, like that's yeah. like a, is that like a rite of passage in the Netherlands? Like you get you, you, know, you get your like your first set of clogs is like a really big deal. And also, when uh, when the dikes break again, uh, these clogs they float. So you can use them as like a f- floating uh, device to survive. Is that is that? No, you're just making stuff up now, aren't you? You're making stuff up now. We've we've actually Ted Raby said he goes uh, to work in a factory. One had to wear clogs to protect his or her feet. It's also common in those days to pawn things to help tide you over to the next payday. Another word for pawn was pop. If you're going to die. You wouldn't need your clogs anymore. You would pop your clogs. Uh oh. Yellow, you still with me? <laughs> Yellow. Oh no, is my internet gone? 
You're stuck. I'm stuck. Hello? Hello, I'm back. Oh, no. I In- think we're good. Internet's wigging out on me. Yeah. Internet's w- wigging out on me. Yeah, that's Eunice, the storm. That is Storm Eunice already affecting our internet. Come on, Eunice. Bug yeah. off. This is what the future looks like. There you go. There you go. Okay, I, that I, was uh, that was quite the lesson. Thank you, thank you, Ted. Thank you, Ted. We have now learned uh, oh, exactly why uh, clogs are, are are a thing, and I'm really amazed. I, I feel like I feel like we've learned something today, which is like really the important thing. Yeah, I think so too. But maybe <laughs> now that I I come to think of it, I have bought new shoes yesterday, and they. Now that I think of clogs, they do look kind of cloggy. Maybe should I, shall I show them? Yeah, you yeah, please. To see my everyone, everyone, shoes? everyone, show off your new your new open, shoes. I have to open. I have to open up my. Uh... Look, they have this wooden kind of collar. Oh, what do you think? Rate my clogs in the comments. Rate my clogs. And they have a nice little. Does everyone? Does everyone like? Detail. Does everyone like Ruben's this clogs? Is, uh, made of cork. Thank you. Thank you. I just wanted to show off my new shoes. They were bought with lo-fi money, Peter. <laughs> I was going to say, they're not bought with DMB money. You wouldn't be able to afford, uh, no, afford, afford a new pair of Air Maxes on those. Never. <laughs> um, okay, so... I like it, I like it. So... Uh, I'll tell you what. I, ha- I still you haven't done. I still haven't. I still haven't done like a proper introduction. So I should probably like do a little like introduction. Um, hello yeah, to anyone it. that has has joined us right now. I guess I'm sorry that this has been like a bit far in, but yeah, we're back for another overview. We haven't done one of these for a little bit, uh, and I'm being joined by a very special artist right now who has just released his debut solo, kind of technically solo EP. Had a few collaborations on it as well with some vocalists. Uh, here's a producer that was also or is also known as one half of Ordure, which have seen releases on a number of labels, including Flex Out and Overview. Everyone give it up for the Ruben. <laughs> crowd goes wild. Um, that goes. Crowd goes wild. But how, how are you yeah. doing anyway, bro? How are you doing like in, in general in life? How's, uh, how's, how's life treating you? <sighs> Well, good now, um, but yeah, last week was uh, all uh, also very positive, but in another way. Oh, <laughs> I've survived. Uh, so I feel good again. Uh, I went to work this week. I uh, went outside. That was really nice, and I've been really happy with uh, the response to the EP, especially of course, because I've been getting such lovely messages from people and. Uh, just out of nowhere as well. I've I've been really surprised with it, and uh, it means a lot. It has been really inspiring to uh, get on and make new stuff. Ah, that's really yeah. heartwarming. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, look, I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I think it's a fantastic release. I'm sure there's a number of people that would that would agree with me on that one. I really love it. I mean, I wouldn't probably sign it if I didn't like it. But I don't know. I, I, hope I, so, yeah. for, I think it was a very or is a very. It's a different release uh, for us, and I think you kind of like took things into a, an interesting direction uh, with like more melodies and actual music, actual real music, rather than just like sub more and than kicks two tones and and, uh, and one one <laughs> sub bass. <laughs> uh, but no, that, that's really nice. What's, what's like the nicest thing someone said about it? Have you had anyone like really like outpour like you've changed my life or something like that or? 
<laughs> well, actually, someone did say I saved their life, yeah. Uh, but no. I don't know the context of it. Uh, yeah, he did, actually, yeah. Someone sent me a message uh, saying with uh, you saved my life with this release, and but then also deleted it again, And but then I was already typing a reply, and then he said, like, oh, sorry for deleting it. Uh, I didn't get into the story of of that, and I just wished said that I hoped he was well and uh, wow. in good health. Uh, I don't know how serious that was, but someone did say it. But I was especially flattered with, uh, for example, like the the evening that we had the overview Brighton two weeks ago. Now um, I got a voice message from uh, Javen, Javian, Javen. I yes. think you pronounce it. And uh, that was totally unexpected and out of nowhere. And he was halfway through the EP and he sent me a voice message saying how much he loved it. And uh, yeah, that really, uh, really touched me that someone takes the effort to just reach out to you in that way and uh, say something so nice about it. So, yeah. Big up, Javian. Nice. Big up, Javian. He's yeah, a absolutely. So is, is, that, is, is that a little, has he been, uh, is there a little, some things potentially happening or can you not say too much right now? <laughs> have, I sent, have, I, have I sent him a tune and has he agreed to work on it eh, maybe we'll have to wait and see <laughs> to be, to be fair of you I mean like I'm not being funny but obviously like I guess the fact that you kind of worked with vocalists in that kind of way showed a bit of diversity and I mean like I think because I think Memories is just a, an amazing track and the way the vocal works with it and all the rest of it so I can see why a vocalist is going to be like I want you I want you right I now hope so. I fucking hope so. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that would be uh, amazing because I love working with vocalists. Uh, it has been my job as well for uh, a number of years, working as a vocal producer, recording vocalists and melodying and processing their vocals and stuff. Uh, and I really love doing that, especially for my own music. So I would love to do that more often. So yeah, not a lot of boom, ticky, ticky, sub drum music for me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Marcus. Uh, Sorry, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as, as soon as I get the chance, I'll sell out. <laughs> no. <laughs> you, were you gonna were you gonna go full on like power liquid dance floor like? No, no you no. could do it. But, you could do it. Uh, no, but but I do see a lot of um, stuff happening in drum and bass that I'm really loving. That is pretty poppy, in my opinion. Like some of the Wilkinson tunes on his new album, like uh, Used to This and some others. I really love those. Like it's very it's quality drum and bass production. And then there's also some tunes on the album that are very standard dance floor, in my opinion, and not that interesting. But these tunes have really <laughs> nice vocals, are really poppy and memorable, uh, and are very well, very well produced. And that is something I would aspire. Yeah. Yeah. I, to be fair, I have I have listened through to the album. Uh, I like it. I think it was really cool. Like yeah. again, like you're saying, like well produced. Like it's kind of what you would expect in a way, but like it's well done. It's well done. It's a big up Wilkinson. Yeah. Yeah, big up Wilkie. I know he's watching. <laughs> <laughs> he won't be anymore after the uh, after one of those comments. But uh, Marcus said, "Ruben, new MTA signing." I don't think MTA is still going as a record label. I mean, I don't think so. It's, I mean, it's probably all merged into Worship by now, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm not being funny, but if you're in that kind of world, it seems to be like self-releasing. It seems to be like the way that everyone goes. Are you gonna are you gonna yeah. do are you gonna do that? Are you gonna do like Ruben recordings? Ruben recordings? No. <laughs> uh, well, not, not that I know. Well, I already if I would want an outlet for my music and do it myself, then I could of course do it on the Music Squad as well. 
Um, big up to the music squad crew. Uh, big, up the, big up the music squad. I mean, I got all the buzzwords, so I, I wouldn't even have to run and buy them. <laughs> <laughs> there would be no voting forms for that one. You'd just be like, yeah. Oh, did we just forget the voting form? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I just wanted to release, so he just did it. Why not? Why not? It could work. That could work, but uh, no. But I, I like working with uh, with labels as well because uh, I think every label adds their own spice to a release, and uh, of course reaches their own audience. But um, I think also every label, um, the, the history of a label also adds to releasing your music on there. I think as it uh, gives it a context or something, and it can make it fit really well or better. And I like that aspect of labels. How, how was your experience working with Overview? It was it was fun. It was fun. Sometimes stressful. No, why? Was, why? Was, why? What was so stressful about it? <laughs> you wanted to ask the what, hard questions. Uh, just randomly listening to a podcast and hearing my new alias being announced. Oh, and thinking, no. Oh, you had to bring that one up already. Oh. I don't know, but actually, what I really uh, liked about Overview, what has been consistent uh, during these two EP releases, is. Um, then I think uh, that we also we, we have a lot of fun talking about these releases and coming up with uh, ideas for the for the promotion, like we did with the Primadolo EP with the the fucking game. Aww. Like that's it's, it's still quite hilarious that in in a very short amount of time we made a complete Flappy Bird ripoff with our boat going through the Amsterdam towers and shit. So if anyone hasn't oh. played it, go check it out. I think it's still, it still online, primadolo.com. Yeah, yeah, we paid for a year, so it will be up until December. <laughs> I actually showed someone yesterday still, so, yeah. Casper <laughs> uh, just asked, what label is your next release coming on and why is it not Overview? <laughs> well, uh, it's, actually it's actually Music Squad. Uh, for, because, for the uh, Ruben album, I'm guessing, on... <laughs> no, no, no. We're, go we're finally gonna do another VA with uh, the, with the squad. We've already done the voting. Uh, the only reason it's not out yet is because I'm slacking uh, because come I'm too busy. Oh, come on, do come some on, work. Sort it out. <laughs> but it's got a lot of cool tunes by uh, Secular, Ruben, uh, Wingo. Uh, uh, Who else is on there? You got fr free to put. He's put. He got a DMR free. as well. As DMR. Ajimari. No, no DMR this time. I think. Oh, no. uh, uh, Tide warp. I thought. I don't think. I didn't. I think Eunice pulled his tune because he wants to do an EP with it or something. But that Come will on, be the Eunice. next Ruben tune. But Casper, thanks for asking. Uh, <laughs> Pretty we did, uh, difficult we did, position. We did kind of lock in uh, a new EP on our review as well, didn't we? We have. We are hopefully going to be doing that at some point. So you just got to really finish it now. Three EPs on overview in one year. You just need all those bookings now. It's <laughs> the only reason I'm doing it, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> and because we do video games. And I did, you know, I did you an album launch. I did you an EP launch party. So you know, absolutely, you know it. And you tipped me on a really good Indian restaurant as well in Brighton. The Chili Pickle. Yeah, that was really good. That, that was, was a banger. That was a banger. How yeah. were leftovers? Uh, yeah, they were really good. Actually, that was really good. <laughs> I really needed that the day that day after because I can't remember. Yeah, we did, I think we did have a few beers that night, um, and then ate some leftover, left some ate some leftover <laughs> Indian food. Um, left some over. Yeah, 
Nice. Um, but yeah, how was your, how was your stay in Brighton though? Did you like Brighton? I loved it, man. Uh, I had uh, some people telling me that it was uh, a bit more modest and more calm than uh, Bristol, which was my only other comparison. Well, I've been to London as well, but um, but actually, I liked it better than Bristol. I'm sorry, oh. Bristolians in the chat. <laughs> I'm taking that one. <laughs> uh, no, because uh, it, uh, I thought, I th well, when I arrived in Bristol, it was in the middle of the night. I was in the middle of nowhere, and it was really grimy and a bit filthy and uh, maybe even scary. No, not scary. Maybe. <laughs> a little bit. Can't look over your shoulder <laughs> in Bristol. I was all by myself. No, but uh, uh, I loved how in Brighton everything was pretty centered, and there was a lot of like street art and uh, that kind of stuff and it was really colorful and a lot of fun weird stores and a lot of what are they called wait i have to translate this seagulls those yes seagulls <laughs> but also dogs that are really have really small feet and then are really long oh sausage dogs dash hounds dash hounds dash hounds yeah those there were a lot of them that just I I actually I actually have a dash hound. Uh, my family actually have a dash hound, little Jack. That's how that's how popular they are over here. Damn! Yeah, it surprised me. They even had a store with dash hound merchandise. That's just weird. Brighton's just living the dream. I mean, but I I personally prefer Brighton as well. Like, I mean, I know I'm a little bit biased because I I live here, but I think I think like don't get me wrong, the drum bass scene is better in in Bristol without a shadow of a doubt. Like. I'm not going to try and claim that one, but I actually think as a city, like, and don't be wrong, I like Bristol a lot, and I'm not, no shade on Bristol, but I don't know, there's just something about Brighton, it's got a lot, it's got, it, you know, it's very cosmopolitan, and you've got the beach, and it's just kind of a very fun place to, to be, so. It was, yeah, and it was a bit quirky in ways as well, but I did like that about it as well, and the people were so friendly. Like, from, uh, from start to finish, everyone we met was, uh, well, except for the one girl that left a lot of uh, egg shell in my sandwich but <laughs> <laughs> other than her calling you out the rest of brighton were yeah and i i, I tell you what i tell you what i think we you picked well not picked a good time but that overview show that we actually did i actually think was one of the best overview shows that we've done at that club to be honest with you yeah you um, said so yeah like yeah, no, I, I did say it. I mean, we've, we've had a, we've had some good ones in there, but I don't know. Like for me, that was that was Volks at its best because I know like sometimes the Volks gets a little bit of a hard time, and like sometimes it can not always be like it can be a bit of a weird place with some questionable characters. But <laughs> they did just didn't see they we didn't seem to have like too many of them out uh, at that night. So no. It was good. It was really like it was really good. Like everyone's sets, like start to finish, was really good, and the crowd was just seemed really responsive. Everyone was really up for up for the party, yeah. and and, yeah. and and your set was incredible as well, man. It was. It, it looked like you had a lot of fun. It did look like you had a lot of Thank fun. Thank you. I did. Yeah, yeah. It had been a while, and it was the first Ruben set ever as well. So uh, it was fun to do that, and. Uh... I was really glad that there were some people in the front who uh, knew my name and uh, seemed to know the tunes as well. But it was uh, good to see, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I swear, did you say the, one of the bartenders was like, are you Ruben? Yeah, <laughs> and then proceeded not to give me free beer. <laughs> <laughs> 
Fuck. <laughs> you got to be bigger, mate. You need to have more. You need to have more monthly listeners on Spotify, mate. And then, and I'm then, not there yet. Like not there yet. Yeah. But still, get, you, you got rec- you got recognised in another country. Like that's that's got to be a. Is that a first? Maybe not a first. I don't know. It's, it's not a first, but everyone recognises me. You know. What uh, is the first for? It's a first for Ruben, definitely. Yeah. So that was uh, that was fun. No Good stuff. I'm glad. I'm yeah. not. I'm glad. Uh, you know. I'm glad it was a you know a really good show. And yeah, you got to like stay for a few days as well. It wasn't like I think that can be sometimes a problem with like as you know like touring or whatever. You sometimes just rush in, rush out, and yeah, you got to actually sort of experience a bit of it. And no, this was nice. And certainly after such a long period of not traveling and stuff, we were really uh, settled on staying a bit longer. And it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. No, oh, good. I see. Obviously, things are starting to. You, you guys are now opening back up in the Netherlands. Now, you finally, finally done it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. took a while. Yeah, as of tomorrow, we can go to pubs to one a.m. instead of ten p.m. And wow. then the week after, uh, everything is out the window. I think so. I think only for events bigger than five hundred people, you would have to, everyone would have to test. So that's right. the one G system then. But uh, other than that, uh, it's all uh, opening up again. Yeah. So really hyped about that. Have you got any? Have you got any shows or any gigs like planned already, or have you? I don't know. Uh, yeah, in in April. So that's that's a while still. But uh, I'm definitely going to Casper's uh, party on the 25th. Uh, what What are you gonna say? I was gonna say uh, rolling in the deep. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Give it a little, give it a little plug. Where, where is that? Where is that? Yeah, it's in Utrecht. So that's the city where I work as well, uh, in the Helling, and they booked the DLR and Fentix, and then Casper's going to be playing as well, and the crew. So that should be fun. Uh, so everybody, buy your tickets right now. Buy your tickets. I mean, Casper said he literally like turned that event around in like three hours or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm glad he did. It's the, it's the right decision. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I did say to him, I was like, I don't know why you're booking anybody. Like, you could you could put Mr. Bean on and it would still, like, sell out. Like, you could, yeah, have, you, I, I like you could, you could have just done Waze and Ruben back to back all night. And, like, it would have been fine. No, it, it, it would have been a more fun night, definitely. But <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I do like uh, how, uh, how serious they take their, their concept as well. And they don't want to undersell themselves. So they really want to... Uh, keep up the high standard they have. And I like that about it. Why did, why did you not get booked? Yeah, Casper, come on! Why did, why, did you, why did you not book? Why did you not book Yellow? Uh, because he's booking me for another one later. Okay, I, I think. I, I well, think. Well, actually, I I believe that it may be maybe when we're doing the overview show in the Netherlands. I think I, that may be the one. I think that is. Could that be? Is that somewhere in between the thirteenth and the fifteenth of October? <laughs> I think it is. So keep an eye out, Dutch friends. Uh, overview is going to be over. Although, I, although I, I did, I do say like I love the Netherlands, but I just, I just, I've, the Netherlands is just a very intense place, and uh, sometimes yeah, you're not, you're like, not allowed to book an Airbnb again. I'm not allowed to book an Airbnb again, <laughs> and I have to be watched at all times. Uh, any sort of consumption of any anything that I'm going to put in my my body, but. Let's not let's not get to it. let's not get caught up let's not get caught up on that one. Um, no. But no, no, I'm really I'm I'm glad to see I'm glad to see that it's finally. I mean, it must have been pretty painful, like sitting there 
for the last watching the world months and like it's i mean obviously most of other most of europe hasn't been open either but then the uk has just like not given a fuck for a long time yeah yeah and the and the restrictions here were the toughest ones in the in the whole of europe i mean maybe the world i don't know but the whole of europe in the past months because we had like a full lockdown again uh, and it wasn't really necessary uh, and yeah it's a bit of a pain because like for my job I also organize events uh, with the blackout the 11th of February so past Friday we would have uh, had uh, a blackout XL but of course that was cancelled as well and it, it does hurt a bit that like now two weeks later everything will be fully open and we could have done it yeah. but uh yeah, back to rescheduling flights and uh, I hope on you, to the next. I hope you didn't lose too much out of that. I mean, it's always that, like, I don't know. Let's maybe just, yeah. <laughs> let's not open up those wounds. But that is the, you know, that's the real reality of it, isn't it? Like, you know, these are, these are like big, big productions and then, bam, you know, you're gone. Uh, and, yeah, you've got to then be scrambling yeah. around. Well, luckily, all, all the flight companies are pretty flexible now with, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, I think we got like two K in KLM flight vouchers now that we can still use. So that's fun. Uh, but at least the money's not gone or something. So mm. yeah. Uh, and also, if the party would have gone ahead last Friday, I wouldn't have been able to go because I had COVID. So maybe it's kind of <laughs> maybe I could be happy that it's. I probably probably should say you you did come over to the UK and you did manage to catch COVID. Uh... Yeah. I mean, I was uh, I was kind of not expecting it, but I was. Uh, how do you say that? Uh, expecting. <laughs> I, I, I knew it could happen. Like I was like, next week I may be sick. But it's worth it. Yeah. It was worth it. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't yeah. too painful. You weren't. You weren't pulling out your hair too much. Uh, no, no, no. I've been sick for like one and a half days that I really felt not good. And uh, aside from that, it was just a bit of throat pain and uh, and, uh, and a nose cold, and uh, it was fine. But just the being inside for a week and uh, the fear of infecting others, like Casper, uh, and well, luckily I didn't infect my girlfriend, or she didn't get it in the UK either. So that's uh, kind of a mystery as well. And Casper, Casper hasn't didn't catch either of you. You were pretty safe. Yeah, although he kind of does regret it now because it it would have been good timing for him to to have it now. Now he's afraid he's gonna get it next week. So let's yeah. not tempt fate. Let's oh, yeah. not tempt fate either. We, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. Yeah, it will. Yeah. I mean, it is. You know, it is the risk you take. I mean, that was the, that was the. I think I even said to you. I mean, that was the kind of joke of it that like Casper has been like flying in and out of the UK for like the last however many months. I mean, he's done yeah. a lot of shows in the UK with with us and nothing. And then you come <laughs> over one. one fucking time. <laughs> And that's that's it. how that's that's how weak I am. <laughs> well, ah. Maybe it's your, it's your blood type. That's what I heard. Let's. I tell you what. Let's leave the let's leave the COVID conversation. Let's yes. put that behind. Let's. Put, have you got any? Have you got another like blackout then planned? When are you rescheduling that to? Uh, yeah, to the eighth of April. Okay, so that's so that's it's gonna be a while, but it's gonna be a big one. So that's gonna be nice. Yeah. Uh, and then there's going to be another May and September. So we have like five leftover uh, lineups that we need to till book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's so happening. F- full steam ahead. Absolutely. Yes. 
No, no, that's cool. That's what, have you, what, have you, what have you got coming up for overview? Are you interviewing me now? <laughs> I'm just curious. I'm curious. Because you had uh, you had a uh, uh, international <laughs> overviews cancelled as well, of course. Yeah, yeah. Right? Well, we were supposed to go to New Zealand, and and that hasn't happened yet. Um, with was Casper was supposed to be coming out for that as well. That hasn't been cancelled. That has been like postponed because they're they're now they're really locking their country down. Um, we had a few shows that were kind of like inquiries for places. Um, I don't know what we've got coming up internationally. A hundred percent. Um, we're, we're, we're supposed to be getting booked to go to Berlin at some point, um, which is still yet to kind of go through and potentially South Africa as well. I think we're supposed yeah. to be going to South Africa. Yeah. Oh no, your, uh, your, your connection's struggling. Come back to me. Come back to me. Fucking internet. Whoa. You back. That's sick. No. Okay. I think we're um, I don't know what it, I don't know what it is. South my Africa, inter- that's inter- fucking my internet's sick. struggling today. Yeah, yeah, no, no. That's um yeah, a bit of a surreal booking to be honest. Um I think that uh yeah, we've been chatting to some guys there and they want to bring us down for like a date uh Johannesburg and Cape Town, uh down there. Um, and then we've got a few big nice. shows, uh, Bristol, obviously doing Bristol Trinity Center, um, in March, yeah. just to plug that, come along, Bristol Trinity Center, March 18th. Um, and also in Guildford, we're in Ramsgate in April and we have just announced, uh, we're going to be doing two shows in London as well. Uh, one at Studio 338 and one at the Steel Yard. Oh, Steelyard, nice. Um, I don't know if I'm totally. Yeah. I don't know if I'm totally allowed to have said anything that I've just said, but we'll go for it. Just remove the stream after it's online, <laughs> or just mute these specific sections. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's uh, you know, yeah. There's there's a few things coming up. I mean, that's just a, as you know, like the fun thing of like just the kind of like management of it all. And I'm got to be careful not to like take too much on in a way. Obviously, you want to like play shows but yeah if you're doing like a show a, a week and yeah you just can get very exhausting true but you don't always have to play the show yourself as well yeah like i you do can take on as many as you want and no you i book do others it's, you do it's the only reason that i do overview is because i i'm not i'm not famous dj or producer like to be able to get booked on my own so the only way i could actually have any gigs anywhere is if it's an overview show so yeah but it doesn't mean you have to exhaust yourself with too many gigs and if you still can get more overview nights on and imagine if you reach the level where you're like nah i'm not gonna play this one too much for me that's epic i don't have that and i do make music (laughs) (laughs) i mean maybe one day i mean i just feel like at the moment like because overview still kind of like in its infancy i don't want to um I don't know, I still need to, like, be there at the nights and make sure that they're all running properly. And, like, I just, I wouldn't feel, I wouldn't feel comfortable an overview show happening at the moment and not going to it. Because 
yeah you know it's 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 my baby it's like you know trusting other people to kind of like do everything yeah you don't want them to put up critical banners or something that would be uh be a shame exactly this is what i mean it could happen and be like oh it was over you now it's just we're just moving in this real estate now um (laughs) yeah yeah um i was onyx do you know? Yeah. Uh, oh, hell, you really are trying to. You really are trying to test me today. I was actually with. I was actually with. <laughs> Chris, I was actually with Chris today. Actually, um, he popped over. We're we're actually really good friends. Oh, nice. Me and Chris are actually really good friends. Um, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I don't. He didn't come out. He had COVID actually when you were over, which is why you didn't get to meet him. Um, oh, I thought I met him, and that's why I got COVID. Maybe okay, I didn't mean no, him. no, no, no. Okay. He wasn't out. He wasn't out. No, no, no. But um, yeah, he's good. Uh, he popped over today. We're kind of planning. We're kind of planning something in the background. I think you maybe know a little bit about what we're planning. Um, do I? Do you? Is it with remixes? No, it's not remixes. Like overview, overview and Onyx. We are planning to like do something, do something together. Okay. But I do not know. But uh, okay, you they, can they, sign language me maybe, so other people won't. <laughs> I Say it in German. <laughs> now, I, well, well, we're we're basically looking at trying to start an agency together. Um, ah, nice. Like that's that's kind of what we're thinking. Just because, like, I've been well. To be honest <laughs> with you, I've been talking about starting an agency for about seven or eight years. Um, yeah, and I've not managed to like make it happen yet. It's obviously it's a fair bit of work, and. Yeah, I don't know, like me and Chris were kind of like talking about things and he's kind of in a position where he's potentially looking to do something like that. I would quite like to do something like that. I've totally just probably told a massive top secret uh, bit of information. So if anyone, please unlisten to what you just heard. Um, but yeah, you're yeah. Gonna get, you're going to get people in your inbox now. Sign me. I want to be on the agency. I want to be on your agency. I mean... <sighs> Maybe I mean we're doing, yeah it's it's still like early infancy sort of stuff but yeah I don't know I mean I'm interested to see like where where that could go and just like just take over the world basically just like just destroy the scene just like that exactly you should probably hire someone extra for overview at some point because you're taking on a lot of work <laughs> this is what a lot of people do say to me like yeah I was even talking to I think I was talking to Yano earlier in the chat uh on discord and apparently him and dan were sort of talking about it and they were like how how can pete do all this like how is he when's he is he gonna like exhaust himself or like yeah i mean you're not really working office hours no i mean like i yeah i mean i do work a lot and yeah yeah more than office hours more than office hours but i don't know that's the kind of thing i think i feel like if i put the work in if i put the work in now that give it give it a few years that yeah like, world domination yeah world domination then just other people will run these things for me we'll get to that we'll get to that point where i can just sort of sit back and like let let like, let, let a team of people do it you're and, saying this but i don't believe it i think you want to do everything yourself yeah. just like with the events yeah. yeah it's gonna be hard to give this this out of your hands i i do have a problem i i whether it's a problem i do have a problem with like actually being able to like uh give up control or like hand over roles and responsibilities but 
I just I do things so well. That's the problem. I'm I'm that <laughs> good. I'm that good at what I do that you know, if you're going to do something right, you might as well do it yourself, you know, unless you're going to have someone in there doing something as well. Exactly, exactly. Um and and so far it seems to be working out, but I do need to be careful that you know, I don't like overdo it and reach like too much capacity. Yeah. And burn out. I'll be all right. I'm still, you know, I'm still young to a degree. Uh, so, I mean, maybe you're looking for a job. I mean, maybe, you know, maybe move to the UK. Come Me, to- move to the UK. Would, would you ever move to the UK? Uh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I would, no. Um, no. Would you, would you uh, go anywhere? I- would you go anywhere if you wanted to? I have thought about it a lot. And I have actually once, when I arrived in Bristol, thought about... I could stay here and see what life's like, but I'm glad I didn't. Um, if I were to move to another country ever, then I, uh, geez, that's a tough question, man. Well, this is it. This is the, I said asking the hard questions on the on the. Overview. Then it would it would have to be because it's a warmer climate, or it would have to be because it's a way nicer country. But I I think I already live in a pretty nice country. Everything is settled pretty well here. Maybe the government's shite with COVID restrictions, but apart from that, uh, we do have a good train network and uh, everything's very clean over there. Everything's clean and nice, and the roads are good. And no, but I, I like the Netherlands uh, um, in all its quirkiness as well. Um, so I don't see myself moving abroad. No, no. I mean, Would that's fair enough. The Netherlands, though. Would I? Do you know what? I actually, um, I think if I think if I was to go to any country. In Europe, at least, I feel like the Netherlands would be like the logical choice, um, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how like I don't know how how well received Brits are like these days in the Netherlands. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm not sure really, but I think at this at, in this moment of time, uh, because we have quite the 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 housing crisis right now, uh, so. I don't think a lot of people are being welcomed really nicely because everyone coming into the country is another house gone or something like that. Mm. And a lot of the houses are going to expats or people from abroad who can pay a lot more for them or want to pay a lot more for them. So, well, I know because I know, sense, I know you know, Felix Caracal project. He's he's been trying to move to the Netherlands for a while and he's been really struggling to. Yeah, absolutely. To because you have to. And especially if you're an artist as well, or don't have like a like a contract for your job or something, then you're gonna hand, have to hand in a lot of documents and show that you've been making money for years and that is solid and that kind of stuff. So mm. it's not that easy, no. But uh, I think you would be welcomed, of course. Of course, we no, are welcome I, to people. I yeah. mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Whenever I, whenever I do visit the Netherlands, I like. I mean, because I st- at that time when I came over and I stayed over for a week, and I remember just kind of. I just remember thinking like this is like the UK but better version of the UK. Like that's that's like my best description I think of the Netherlands. It's like it's like the UK if things worked a bit better and things were a bit cleaner and like yeah and like and like people were a bit freer as well because I think that's probably like the other problem with uh you know like you guys have got all your cool like you know everyone smokes weed and you know you're all pretty relaxed and like that shit just open minded but I don't really see how 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 do we compare that well to the UK? Well, in in what sense are we 
Do we look or... Uh, uh, my, my, my camera is frozen, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. Oh, my God. I saw I'm having a few internet problems today. Let me see if I can... Wait, let me see if I can fix this. This is all... Oh, dear. Uh-oh. I should not have pressed that. No! Why are we a better version? Oh, shit. Oh, no! I shouldn't have pressed that. Oh dear. Yeah. Hello. I'm I think I'm back. back. I think I'm back. I'm not sure I'm not sure if my camera's gonna work now. You're not back on my end, no. No, I can't I'm I'm just gonna be a floating box now. You're just gonna be on your own. Shit, we're gonna lose Nah, I'm not gonna be able to do it. I'm not gonna be able to do it. That's it, I'm I'm cameraless. I, I think the problem is I've got a really fancy new webcam. And I think that the the webcam is the Netherlands can be compared to the UK because the people the people are different in my opinion, and the mentality of the people as well, right? Yeah, the Dutch the Dutch are a lot more rude. I think like you guys yeah. are pretty like you know. I would pretty, like to call it. Blunt. I would like I would like to call it direct, <laughs> straight, straightforward. <laughs> yeah, whereas like whereas like British people just sort of like we're we're very sort of like beat around the bush and like uh, yeah they're not we're not very we're not a very direct kind of race i don't think like people oh. just people don't like to just sort of like if you if you know if a british person sort of asks a question like yeah so do you think you could sort of like maybe think about this and maybe yeah. you know that that's the kind of british mentality yeah you would apologize before you greet someone <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i'm totally sorry but hello it's nice to meet you <laughs> i mean that is the british way i mean i don't yeah. know I, I i think i think it was just like the fact that like i said like the fact that the trains worked and were on time and like and a gen like it was a genuinely very clean place like britain is just very dirty like you probably saw it in in brighton like brighton is a mucky place like it's not like when you go to a lot of the like sort of like you know netherlands and places like sweden and they're constantly like painting their houses and the roads are like cleaned and like we just don't have that over here we just don't have that over here like yeah that's true um so maybe i don't know i don't know i don't know exactly why that is i don't know maybe they just prioritize it a bit more we throw a lot of money at it to have people clean the streets all day like even now with this storm going on you will see people with like these leaf blowers what do you call them in british uh leaf blower. like yeah, leaf blower, nice. Uh, <laughs> you will see those people on the street when there's a when there's a storm outside, and they will still be doing their paid job because they're being thrown money at or cleaning the streets all day. Whereas you see, we so, don't yeah. have, we don't have that. And I feel I feel like the people that clean the streets in the UK, and I'm sorry if this is like a massive generalization. I don't know if it's the same in in the Netherlands. Probably not. But like the people that clean the streets in the UK tend to be like ex-convicts it tends to be people that are like doing like community service or they've got out of prison or something and like oh well, yeah we do have similar programs um but it is also we call it the tax stuff often so a lot of people will get a punishment for doing a crime and it will be having to do community service work for like 40 hours like we had this rapper who is an absolute cunt uh, <laughs> who got 120 uh, hours of community service uh a couple of weeks ago so he probably has to clean streets for three full-time weeks wow do, do something else of the sorts yes th there is that but uh we also have like people working for the gemeente for the council for the yeah 
for the city uh, of which it is their day job to ride in these special cars with brooms around them and uh, cleaning the I streets. Mean, and uh, I mean, look, you, you do get it over here, but I just don't think it's as big a priority or like, yes, yeah, we're not doing it on the same like frequency or uh, as you guys. So that's yeah, just one yeah, small thing. Here. I mean, yeah. I, I think that I do think that we do music better than you guys. I will say that. Like, I think that, you know, if, if I'm going to be totally honest, like, we, oh, of course. like, you know, don't be wrong. I think, you know, the Netherlands is doing well. And like, you guys, I think electronic music wise have obviously come through with a lot of people. But yeah, we do, yeah, we, do so, we do smash you when it comes to music, without a doubt. Absolutely. And, and, so our, and, our football teams better, and our football team's better as well. And a what? No, actually, no, that was a bit too far. That was a bit too far. Sorry. What was better? Football, football. team. <laughs> yeah. also no yeah you do have a lot of things that are that are better or uh, which you are greater of course uh and especially in your like music in the in the terms of bands i think like uh you had the beatles and when we were in uh, brighton we also saw a lot of the gooks of course uh coming from brighton right fat boy slim fat boy slim is from brighton as well Fat boy slim is from brighton no of course so yeah you do have a rich history of music and it still shows and um that's also what i love about going to drum and bass events in uh the uk that you can really feel that it belongs there and that it's from there um and that the, the surroundings of the cities and everything it it fits with the music uh uh like you need that edge that that little bit of a dirty edge or that not so clean edge or i don't know artistic edge mm. that brighton and bristol both have and probably a lot of other cities in the uk as well and in the netherlands i don't know man when you go to tivoli Vredeburg, uh, where blackout is uh that building isn't drum and bass at all and the city isn't really either there's no edge to it it's all clean and nice and mm. uh, a bit sanitized yeah, a bit sanitized and a bit too first world and too uh, too nice. I mean, drum and bass is also uh, it is also for for maybe uh, people with issues. People <laughs> with <laughs> issues. Oh my god! I feel. I mean, I also feel like you're not wrong to be honest. But it, like drum and bass, I think drum and bass is like the outcasts kind of like. Yeah, I thank you for way. wording it better than I could. Uh, but I do think you would feel more attracted to drum and bass if you uh, have maybe had shittier times or uh, uh, didn't fit in. Didn't maybe, fit in as well. Fit like. in, felt excluded. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, and I don't think uh, those clean streets of the Netherlands always work with uh, that vibe of drum and bass. Interesting. Interesting. Too clean and too. That's why we have Martin Garrix animals <laughs> and Tiesto and Chesto, which smooth, you know, which smooth white boys. But but wait, you've still got like what? You still got like the Gabba scene uh, in in the Netherlands with yeah, all, yeah, with all of their edge. what? What is it? What, uh, GBH and all that sort of stuff. Like you got a bit of a wild side to it as well. Or GHB. GHB, and yeah, no, that was a. I oh man, I wish I lived in that time. Honestly, there's some really great documentaries about it as well. Yeah, uh, my uncle used to be a, a hubber, a gabber. Really? Uh, so we would have he, he would have all these Aussie training suits and like Air Max, and uh, then he would put on, put on hardcore in his room, and then he would teach me how to uh, hack it. That's the dance you do to it. Can you can you can you show uh, us? Can you give us a little demonstration? Oh, I come, on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Uh, give me I, just a little one, just a little one. It's, it's not happening, Peter. Uh, if I was on camera, I would try it right now. 
Oh, next event. that's a shame. Next event, you book me. <laughs> I'm holding you to that. Yeah, you may, you may. I will even play the hardcore for it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, yeah, but that was... Ah, maybe that was the last edge that we had in the Netherlands because that was, especially in the 90s, of course, mm. that was when people would just break open bunkers or tunnels and have their raves in there and... Mm. People would use so much drugs, or the drugs were much better, I don't know. But in all these videos, when you see them, you're like, holy <laughs> shit. What were you guys thinking? What are you doing, and how did you survive? Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was, and it was in a time where also police were a bit more stupid. They couldn't really communicate. There were no modern technologies. They were mm. a bit dumb. And uh, so then they would discover this rave place and, and then they would uh, they would they would close it like they had these bunkers and they would uh, shut the doors again and put a big pile of sand in front of it and then those garbage would come back and would just dig the sand away and break it oh open again God. have another rave in there and <laughs> that's something that I find hard to believe that it would still happen nowadays that's you don't the, yeah you I, don't you don't is I mean is is there still much of a free party sort of scene or not. It's come up. It's come up a bit again during COVID, uh, because of course when you have these strict strict restrictions that we had, mm. and then you're gonna get uh, on the other side of the spectrum, you're gonna get the rebellion again. Yeah. So yeah, there were a lot a lot more raves in uh, in the pandemic. Although nobody invited me. What the fuck? <laughs> you don't play the right type of music. You with all yeah. your melodies and stuff. They just want to gather techno, bro. Come on. Yeah. Well, there was one really cool one that I really admired and I wish nah no they play ship music but there is a new police station being built in the in the east side of Amsterdam Shut under up. construction still no and way they had, a, they, they had a rave in there Shut with a, up. three or four hundred people <laughs> no that's fucking poetic <laughs> that's a good move right that is amazing uh, I love that I, yeah. I see what I, I, I actually I didn't well I, not that I didn't realize but um, like you're saying about the 90s and the Netherlands but how kind of like a vital uh, well i mean amsterdam and, and the netherlands being basically the birthplace of ecstasy really like that that was like between belgium belgium and 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 the netherlands because uh, that was where like ecstasy was like first kind of really took off and, yeah. and it was where supplied pretty much all of the uk like because uh, it was learning about how the the original drug dealers that first brought ecstasy to the uk and it was all through the netherlands um so you know you guys obviously uh played an incredibly important role there is it still massive is ecstasy still massive there i mean do you still yeah yeah it is uh because in the especially and it is a big issue as well but the in the south of the netherlands we have a province called brabant uh, okay. And uh, we all call it the Ecstasy Province because um, there they, I think, I think still like a big ass chunk of the world's ecstasy is produced there. Wait, wow. should I Google it? Is it? Is it? Is it like? Is it all? It's more like in the forests and stuff. You got more like a wooded, yeah. like so, woodland area uh, down there. Yeah, and there will be people just bribing farmers to use their farm to <laughs> uh, cook ecstasy. And the problem is that all the because when you make ecstasy, you have a lot of uh, waste that comes from it as well. Right. And you need to get rid of that somehow. And they dump it in nature. So a lot of people will just run into like jerry cans full of all this ecstasy waste. And it smells really bad as well, they say. 
I was gonna say, <laughs> uh, and it's, and it's, it's really bad for nature. And sometimes oh, they find sure. these, uh, like these holes in the in the ground where people have dug like a special borehole sort of thing. Yeah, just to pour the uh, pour the waste in. And even uh, it's already uh, as far as people from the criminal circuit, uh, I think, uh, have already uh, entered politics, like local politics as well. No. So they're already, yeah, so they're already trying to influence uh, control the areas. Governing in the, yeah. To get it that way. Well, I suppose it's if you've got that much money and influence, it seems like the logical step. I'd say that's, yeah. that's kind of interesting in, in as much as like, you know, the whole kind of like ecstasy and you know, one love and yeah, you know, that whole kind of like attitude, but then dark side. Yeah. Yeah. Like the dark side is like, well, actually, you know, this actually creates like a lot of waste and is actually pretty toxic to like, you know, to, to nature potentially like that kind of, I, I, I've never even like really knew that to be honest. Like I, I can't say that I've ever been that involved in ecstasy production. <laughs> Um, and otherwise you wouldn't say it on camera otherwise i wouldn't say it on camera but you know it's interesting that there is that kind of like um that other side to it i guess yeah absolutely and uh but i think also and uh it's it's been going on for a while that this is being brought up in politics here in the netherlands as well but there is a big voice for legalizing a lot of drugs in the netherlands because oh, well, that well that's uh, not surprising in the slightest <laughs> right well people have always thought that we are the we are ahead of the of the game when it comes to legalizing drugs because you can smoke weed here but the story behind it is actually not as legal as you think because it's illegal to grow weed or to uh deliver weed to a coffee shop so it's a gray area how coffee shops get their weed uh because that's all done illegal and um so we're not that legal really you can just buy it in the shop but everything before that the entire process is illegal but i guess um, i guess is that is it maybe that it's like um too big to fail like or there's just too much of it that the authorities almost can't do anything about it or like why i don't even get how how it's well, like they are doing something about it like they are actively looking for places where they grow weed and they are destroying the weed while opening all the coffee shops and all the tourists are opening everywhere that's really yeah. that's crazy uh, it's it's and it's, it's stupid because we lose so much money because of it like if you would just grow it uh, let the state grow it or let professionals grow it and you tax it right mm. because now we're missing all that tax income and if you would do that you would have so much money that you could can so, put so, into so you're saying that the weed that I would smoke not that I do actually no I do smoke weed in Amsterdam you've got to do it I'm a Brit I've got to do that standard tourist brit thing so you're saying that the weed that i'm actually smoking is actually illegally grown but i'm legally allowed yeah. to smoke it yeah I just the moment my it's in the the moment it's in the in the coffee shop then it's legal yeah wow. <laughs> how stupid is that, that is and stupid. i think they they should do the same for ecstasy probably because uh, if you regulate it like that then you can make a lot of money off mm. it um and you can uh, dispose the waste in a an environmental friendly way. way and you maybe cancel out some criminal stuff although mm. that's more to do with cocaine i think but um yeah yeah i'm not a when, I'm not a when was fish. was was um has weed like always been legal in the netherlands or, or was it like did it turn at a certain point like uh, now i'm really te now i'm really testing you on your knowledge because 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 that's the thing with with the uk like there was a lot of drugs that 
you know, used to be legal. Like heroin used to be like legal in the UK, and you, and yeah. it was only made illegal in like the sixties. And I think, I think weed was a similar thing because there was a lot of like moral panic in like the nineteen twenties and thirties, like reefer madness and all that kind of thing. So previously, you could it wasn't illegal, um, and then they changed it illegal. But I don't, I don't know if you know. I'm testing you on your your knowledge right now. I wouldn't know, and I I don't. I'm maybe the least Dutch person when it comes to this because I don't even smoke weed. Because uh, when I do, I uh, puke. I tell you what. I tell you what. I swear, like it does feel like a lot of Dutch people don't actually really partake in it. Like that's you know the what it funny is. Thing. When I was 16, 17, then it was cool because it was illegal for me because you have to be 18 to, to do it. But uh, it, it was never really interesting to do because it was legal as well. Like when you legalize something, it loses its mm. uh, its myst- mysterious touch as well a bit. Mm. So, Well, and I guess for, uh, you, for you guys, a lot of it like is probably some, synonymous with the Brits coming over and tourists smoking weed and they're oh a bit like, oh God, all right, here we go again. Like, I'm really not that fast. Yeah. Ruining the city. But that's that's also oh. an element of why... why <laughs> no, but that's, that's also an element of why I hate that our government isn't taxing, isn't legalizing it fully and taxing the production of weed. Because we have all these tourists coming to Amsterdam and yes, in my view, uh, for some bit, ruining the city or... Mm. Um, well, the demand of these tourists is uh, that there is going to be a lot of coffee shops and a lot of red light district kind of stuff and a lot of uh, Nutella pancake stores and all this bullshit. Um, I don't think it makes the city any more pretty. Uh, mm. and if, if we're going to have it, then at least let us make some money off of it. And now we're not doing that to the full extent. So, See, here we go. I'm getting a, a social political uh discussion with on the dutch regulation of cannabis i'm really i'm i enjoy i'm enjoying yeah. this Next i guess i guess it, i guess it, I guess it must have was I, I guess amsterdam must have been pretty nice during the pandemic because you didn't have like oh um, man i loved it so much i went biking a couple times and the streets were so empty and uh it was so good to go through the center because usually it's it's chaos uh, not, not doable yeah like when you're biking through the center here, you have to watch out for the tram rails uh, and you have to watch out for the tourists because the tourists are not going to be watching out for you. Uh, and in between these things, you're going to run into either one of them. So have you, have you ever uh, mown down really, a, a, a Brit in the street? <laughs> um, many a times. Really? Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah do, you, do you have a tally? Do you have a, do you secretly, do secretly, secretly Dutch people have a tally? Of like, yeah, no, I've managed to get ten this week. Like, we're getting them. Uh, we're gonna one. get them back. <laughs> yeah. No, it's so, interesting. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, but uh, no, it was it was uh, really nice to be able to go through Amsterdam without tourists for for a time. But it's it's nice to have them back as well. The city is alive again. The city is alive. Maybe I'll be back. I don't know. I might give Amsterdam a little bit of time before I come back after last time. We'll give it. <laughs> At some point. At some, at some point. point. We'll do it. We'll do it. Um, we'll do. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, look, I, do, we, I don't feel we, like we need to... Do we need to rattle on? Have you got, you've got places to be. Have you got things to do? What have you got to do? What are you doing tonight? Yeah. Well, I've got to discuss because tomorrow I'm going to Maastricht, which is the most southern city of the Netherlands, to celebrate my father-in-law's 70th birthday. But the storm is coming. So the storms I have to are coming. Discuss. 
yeah, I have to discuss how to get there and get some planning stuff done for that. Yeah. So that's, what, well, that's what I'm going to be doing. Okay. What are you going to be so doing, fun. Pete? Uh, well, I was going to be obviously going down to Exeter, so I've managed to find myself with a free weekend. We may be going to Volks tonight. I'm not sure. Because that's all I really do with my life is go to Volks. What um, is there? Is it always drum and bass? Pretty much. Pretty much. Like, we, yeah. <laughs> there's pr- there's very, very little else in, in drum and bass, uh, other than drum and bass there. I did say to the guy that runs the club, I was like, are you going to put anything on other than drum and bass? And he just sort of said, like, it's all anyone wants to book. So the demand's there. Nice. That's um, amazing. We don't have that here. No. Maybe. Maybe one day. Someday. Maybe if, if the Ruben alias takes off and you become a global superstar. And I'll open my own clubs all across the country. I I, I, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you a serious question. What next? What next for Ruben? What do you, what do you, um, what would you hope? What do you want? Where do you see yourself? What do you, what's the next plan? Because obviously you've, you've had this like fresh start and yeah. I'm guessing it's been, I'm guessing it's proving that it's like been the right decision, I guess. And you're feeling good yeah. about drum and bass again? I am definitely, yeah. I'm being very productive. Uh, I'm in a good place with producing right now. Things are going really easily, and I feel like I've reached a point where I can really make things that, I, that I'm happy with, and then I make nice mixing choices as well. Um, but what I'm going to be up to is, of course, work on my next Overview EP. Big up. Um, big up. Uh, <laughs> and- and I was told to pick a pick an overview tune to remix as well, so I need to. Oh yeah, you do. You I do. Need to dive into the to the full discography and see what's left, because of course I've already picked my favorite ones. That was Mistress. And I, we've made an Orja remix for that. So now I have to pick another favorite. I mean, I I do have to admit, I do. I, I think I've maybe even said to it before, but I actually think that that is one of my favorite remixes that we've had on the label. Uh, um, I really right. do. I really and I really mean that. I don't. I know. Like, I probably there's probably a lot of people that have remixed tunes like, "Oh fuck you, Pete." But I don't know. I just love that flip. And and you know what was the other? That was the other crazy thing as well. That you were actually there the first ever time that I ever heard that tune. Do you really? remember? Yeah, it was it was uh, for Casper's EP launch uh, back in back in the pre-COVID times of 2019, and Nami Nami was there. Oh, if you damn. remember, was that in the was that in the in the Hague in, in the in the basement uh, club? Yeah, yeah, and because uh, Nami gave me, Nami just gave me some tunes, and all they said on it was "thank you." It didn't say anything else on it, and it was like "thank you one, thank you two. and that was that was no one a mistress, and I think one of the other Rizzle collabs, uh, and and I didn't know what I was playing, and I clearly clearly remember playing it. Like, and it was probably one of the real, like, highlights of that set, to be honest. Like, it just really, really, like, went off. And I remember seeing you, I even remember clearly seeing you in the crowd, like, vibing to it. And then you went and remixed it, which I think was a really, like, crazy sort of, like... It's a nice full circle moment. Yeah, full circle. What, 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 yeah. what, what, if you, what, which track are you thinking at the moment? Or has, any, has anyone got any suggestions? If anyone is, if anyone is still watching, <laughs> where, what, well, would you, I, what would you like actually, to see? When I, when I was gonna remix, um, when I, when we remixed Mistress, I also asked uh, Marcus Wings for uh, a tune of his, um, but he didn't really want it remixed. Although it's been remixed by someone else now, so maybe I need to talk <laughs> to him again. <laughs> oh, that was sorrow, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. Yeah, because I remember for that bit, Marcus was really like, 
no, no one's remixing this song. I'm never going to have it remixed. And you obviously just, you were at the wrong moment. And then... Yeah, maybe. But also, I think uh, the people who remix it now yeah, uh, we, did we, a very we, great job at it. Don't, don't reveal that one. We're, not no, too many I'm people not know that. about that one. But yeah, we do have a Sorrow Wings remix coming out. Hopefully, at some point, it's been quite a while. It's been quite an, uh, an arduous one. Yeah, I, I can keep know. it locked for a bit. <laughs> I, I, think, like I, think it, I, I think it could be cool to keep the music squad like connection. Maybe a Skylark Ooh. or a ground tune, maybe or yeah, maybe. But I think it, it would have to be something with a. I I, I would suck at remixing just a boomtiki sub tune. It would have to be something with a melody or right, you're a, fucked. You're absolutely fucked then. No, no, no. It makes it easier because I have just a very little bit to pick from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Or I would say, I would say, pick a clinical tune. But I swear, when 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 any whenever we ask anyone to remix anything from the overview catalog, they always just want to remix a clinical tune. So, really, it feels like that. It does feel like that. I don't. I don't have to. Uh... I, I wish, I wish that, I wish that it does seem like it. We've got quite a lot of clinical remixes like on the way. Um, well, I'm gonna say something that's not gonna help me when in in the future because then when I remix something, you notice. Know but I do like remixing something of which I think I can easily improve things as well, oh. or things of which I think this is really lovely, but I would have done it differently myself. Uh, that doesn't mean I don't think the tune is good because the tune I'm a mistress is amazing and sorrow too. Um, but uh, they are tunes that make me think like I would I would have done something different about it, mm. and that's what drives me to remix them. And with uh, with with dance tunes, with clinical tunes, I don't think uh, if I would have that feeling because they are uh, so so good already in what they are. Um, and I don't know if they would become better out of it. I like the Workforce remix of Around Me, but it's something so completely different that it could have also been a remix of another tune or mm. uh, a solo tune. Mm. And I feel like I, I couldn't have pulled that off myself as well with the clinical tune. I mean, he, he did, uh, I think he did struggle with it a little bit. Like, well, not struggle, I think maybe that's the wrong word. Sorry, Jack. But he did, um, he did have to like, do a few attempts at it because he wasn't happy with it and it was obviously like a tough track to take it on is. when you're trying to take on something yeah. like that yeah it's really difficult so well, i'm gonna uh, have a look around and uh but then other things yeah like with uh javen um I, I would like to approach some more vocalists and make some stuff uh and uh then maybe also do a track here and there on other labels but uh well i really want to yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, well, I'm just really excited to work on another EP for uh, for Overview and uh, shape yeah. this project further. Yeah, no, no. I'm, you know, honestly, I'm. Um, I know I always get a bit emotional and get a bit like soppy, but or I can do, as as you know, well, like, like in the outro, outro of uh, No Need to, like in the outro for No Need to. Uh, <laughs> well, we've, I don't know whether to touch on that or not. That's a bit of a. Uh, yeah but no like gen like genuinely like i do genuinely like I've, I've just enjoyed helping you give a you know give yourself a platform and kind of like breathe some new life into into what you're doing i really yeah. i really love doing like really helping people do that like i think um east colors is another example of an artist that yeah we kind of like help you know help kind of like bring a, a new life into a pro into a project and i do feel like that with yourself and 
help you give a bit of new direction and absolutely yeah yeah and I've got to be careful because yeah. I've, I've got to be careful not to sign any more people. To be honest, I think we've got to like. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. Okay. I want to keep. I want to. I, I want to like. That's not to anyone watching to think that they won't ever be able to sign to overview. But I'm starting to get to the point where, I'd, like, I'm like, damn, like, how many more people should we really sign? I don't know. Like that kind of difficult position. Maybe, and maybe the people you've you've signed are too productive as well. Maybe they want to release too much. Um, but I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I got in before the gates were closed. I mean, look, they've not to say that they've been closed, and not to say that <clears throat> not to say that we wouldn't sign more people. But I think we've just got so like <clears throat> not obviously overused the thing, right? Obviously, we've just got so many great people. But we we do like there are just so many so many talented people here, and yeah, like and everyone brings. That's what I love about it. Like everyone brings something different to the table. Like. Although there's sort of there is a cohesion between you can you can mix a lot of tracks together and it won't sound out of place and that's what to be honest that's what I love about your EP as well to be honest with you because like <clears throat> sorry I'm, I'm sorry I need a bit of water I'm starting to run out run out of my throat now um, but no no I, I think that's what I loved about your EP as well is that they they really work in in sets as well and probably there was like some intention with that. Um, but when I when I have played them, the reaction has been just amazing. Like it really has, because it. I just love the fact that obviously we're known for the kind of boom ticky, you know, minimal. But then you can yeah. bring a tune in like yours, like your music, and it just throws in the, another dynamic. And and it, like, honestly, like the reaction that I've got to playing memories out is just like I've you know. It doesn't always happen, but I've had people, you know, coming up to the decks going, what is this? What is this? Like, nice. and just to take that kind of, take that in a different direction. And yeah, and that's what I, yeah, that's what I love about who we've got uh, at the moment. And yeah, I don't know. I just don't want to like overextend ourselves and, you know, be able to give sort of opportunities and, and all the rest of it. Um, so well, I hope, I hope my sound can be a, a little part of the, of the overview sound. I think, I think it does. I think it does. I think I think it really like I think it fits. I think it fits yeah, great. Um and like you said like I think already I, I, you can already hear a Ruben tune like you already within 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 one EP and like a few like you know you did like the bootleg and and obviously the the you know the the Prima Dolo EP like you're already carving your own sound which is really hard to do and like i think 10 years i mean <laughs> i mean that is maybe what obviously a lot of people you know ruben's a new producer um <laughs> yeah but no i think it things why where did where did where did that sound come from what is your what's your like where did that where did it come which, from the 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 one watch jesus i don't know but i um yeah, I have heard people say like, "Oh, yeah, this sounds li- really like a like a yellow tune," and then I think they mean that there are these weird melodic little things in there or something. Mm. Um, I think. Well, I, I think. I, I mean, I think the, like the drum, like yeah, the drum work, like the intricacy of like the kind of like organic kind of drums, and then like you're saying the melodies, and and yeah, yeah, it's just like I said, like, you can already hear it, like. Um, so I'm I'm excited to see what else you're gonna br- bring, and I'm excited to see where where this where this develops to, and and yeah, Me too. 
and hopefully we can have some more fantastic releases and some more fantastic events and the world is going to be good again oh peter we're gonna fix this shit we're gonna fix I love this it. Shit. the dikes will never the dikes will never break again and there will be plenty of fish and chips for everyone <laughs> and russia and ukraine will just become best friends forever yes we'll hug it out <laughs> well look, i think that's a fantastic and, and, note i think that's a good note to end it on positivity that's what i like to see and crimea will go back to ukraine that's the last ad i will have no crimea is going to break off into the black sea and then become its own island nation its own country ah, that's what I like it. Yeah, just like britain just like britain i i that's, this is a very nice way to close this off i think Peter. yeah thank you no, very much for the for the kind words because i also hope to uh, work with you in the future a lot more and see you at events and, uh, and uh, no more rec- on, uh, no more recording me without my knowledge as well <laughs> yeah, not, I, I don't think I'll be doing that again. I soon. did deserve that. I did deserve that. Though. I did deserve it. <laughs> well, <laughs> we, we said we said we wouldn't touch on it, but we have. It's all good. It's all good. It's great. Uh, it's great. Uh, I can't do that again. I cannot do that again. Nah, you'll be all right. All right, dude. Well, uh, okay. have have a good rest of your weekend, and thanks for coming on and having a chat to me. Uh, if anyone hasn't already, please do go check out the Memories EP. Thank you also to Phoenix and Gusto on that one as well. Uh, any last yes. words? Anything you'd like to say? Anybody you'd like to big up? Friends or family you'd like yeah. to thank? What would you like to say? I want I want to big up you, of course, and also uh, Oli, because I think he has really smashed it with the uh, uh, animations, with the videos for the, for, the, uh, for the release. And also you guys have really killed it with the new Yano art and also the video. It's re- really, really sick. So keep doing that. It's amazing. Go on then. Yes. Go uh, on then. Uh, and go and go and check out Ruben. Where can we get you? Where can we? Get, was it is Ruben Music? Is that across all socials? Oh yeah, I think so. Well, I, I only just made Facebook because I hate it. But have I, you, have you I, actually I, made a Facebook page now? Yeah. Otherwise, I couldn't advertise on my Instagram. Oh, thank <laughs> fuck! Because I've been trying to tag Ruben in all my posts, and <laughs> you've been, like, I'm not gonna lie. Like this is like I know Facebook. Let's not get started on Facebook, but. I could have been promoting, you know, but better late than never. Come on, we'll, we'll sort it out. So I, know, like, I got it now. I tell you what, everybody, so you everybody, it. go, go, like the new Ruben page. Where, where is that? Is that Facebook.com forward slash Ruben Music? Yeah, I'm making it right now if I still can. <laughs> Ruben Music, create username. It's loading. Yes, I got it. It's uh, it's 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 room music. Yeah, Thank there you. we go. So definitely go drop him a like and uh, yeah, please go check out what this man is doing. He's smashing it and going to continue to smash it, and everything's going to be good. Yes, yes. All right, guys. Okay. Um, that is that. Uh, I'll speak to you soon. Have a good one, and uh, make sure you wrap up for the storm that's approaching as well. So yeah. yeah. Take care. Don't bring your umbrella outside. (laughs) Big up. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.